0: Hello everyone, yet another news episode. Let's start with Microsoft's August Patch Tuesday. I think the most interesting thing is that it contains a fix for the Petit Patam vulnerability. I talked about this vulnerability two weeks ago. At the time, Microsoft had no plans to release a patch because Petit Patam was a, quote, classic NTLM relay attack. But the patch was actually released as a part of August Patch Tuesday. A quote from Rapid Seven, tracked as CV twenty twenty one three six nine forty two, the August twenty twenty one Patch Tuesday security update, blocks the affected API calls, Open Encrypted File Raw A and Open Encrypted File Raw W, through the LSA. RPC interface. There are no formal signs that this vulnerability is critical, other than comments from the vendors. My voluristics tool has flagged this Windows LSA spoofing as a medium level vulnerability. But this fix seems to be the most important thing in this patch Tuesday. So install this patch first. Speaking of other vulnerabilities, there was nothing critical. No vulnerabilities with public exploits, only one vulnerability that has been exploited in the wild. CV2021-36948. Windows update medic service elevation of privilege. But this is EOP and there are no public exploits yet, so I think you can patch it as planned without hurry. Several potentially dangerous remote code executions. Two RCEs in Windows Print Spooler, they look similar to Print Nightmare, but there are no details yet. RCEs in Windows TCP IP and Remote Desktop Client, such vulnerabilities rarely get public exploits. Remote Code Execution in NFS ONC RPC XDR driver. Nothing is clear at all about this vulnerability. In general, it looks like a pretty calm patch Tuesday. If you are interested, a link to the Walristics report is in the blog post at avileonov.com. Funny news that I really liked. Fisher started using reCAPTCHA to bypass the automatic detection of phishing sites. The script only sees the safe page with a CAPTCHA and can't solve it. But a real person just solves it without thinking because people used to seeing and solving such captures and next this person see the complete phishing site. It's very simple and ingenious. And the last will be a local news from Russia. But the case is interesting. One guy worked in the tech support of some internet provider and he decided to scan the network of this provider detect misconfigured routers of the clients and inform them about the found vulnerabilities. His boss knew about it. Unfortunately, these clients included some government scientific research to production facility with a mail server available on the scanned IP. This facility is a quote critical infrastructure object and the actions of a support technician are classified as an attack on critical infrastructure. He can spend up to seven years in prison. Why he personally and not his employer? That guy worked remotely from home and scanned from his personal IP address. A pretty crazy story, but it shows the circumstances of penetration testing or bug hunting without getting all necessary formal permissions. It also shows how, in theory, a person could be easily framed as an attacker if that person's personal device is compromised. Also, I don't think port scanning or banner grabbing is actually an attack. In my humble opinion, this is normal network activity. And I don't think that checking the default passwords is also an attack. But it is a topic for discussion. In fact, it doesn't matter what I or we think. It's only law enforcement practice that matters. And that practice can be pretty harsh. So keep that in mind and don't scam the unknown hosts that don't belong to you, unless you want sudden problems. And this is it for today. Please subscribe and leave your comments. Bye.